0: We are at episode two of sharing some of the reflections um, that I've had over the last few months of lessons that have been deepening my grounding and uh, really freeing me inside myself. Today, I want to talk about I will say in the last episode, just one piece that I want to bring over to right now, just in case you didn't tune into it, uh, is that I essentially realized that I needed to have a boundary with myself when it came to stopping falling into my habits of thought around all of my worry and fear and insecurity around money and it was a bit of a harrowing experience (laughs) it was very uncomfortable because when we are ready and a little bit determined to have a different experience of ourselves and to stop living in accordance to the noise in our mind That can often make our mind even noisier when it comes to those habits of thought, right? So essentially me kind of waking up to the fact that although I have had many insights around my relationship to money that I have shared with you here over the the many episodes we have been together on, um, and every one of them have been so helpful, but over the last couple of months, I essentially hit this place where I was just so done with all of my insecurity around money. And I, I, like I said, essentially drew a boundary with myself where I thought, you know, I know what life looks like to run with this habit. It shuts me down. It makes me stressed. It does not allow me to hear from my deeper wisdom, good ideas that can move me forward, that of course will always essentially lead to abundance, right? Um, And it was just, I was just so enamored with my mind when it came to the subject of money that it would take me out of the present moment a lot and i was so so done with it so i drew a line in the sand and i thought you know it's time it's time to shift here i want to make myself available to start honoring those nudges that come from deep inside of me those next indicated steps right that deeper wisdom that is always available to us to engage with right We are constantly, our deeper wisdom, that deeper intelligence is doing the heavy lifting in our lives 100% of the time, whether we are conscious of it or not. Like even right now, whether you are walking, driving, sitting and shifting in your chair or on your couch, or if you're doing, if you're cleaning, the reality is whatever you are doing right now, you are being guided from within, right? Your mind comes in and helps to make decisions sometimes as far as, you know, when we start to overthink things. But, you know, sometimes when I'm talking to a new client and and I'm waking them up to this deeper intelligence within that is constantly guiding us, whether we're aware of it or not, you know, I do, all of my sessions are over Zoom and I will see people you know, pick up their pen because they want to write something down that they've thought of or that i've that they've heard that I've said, right that they want to remember, or they'll shift in their chair or they'll put on a sweater, right, And that is because there's a deeper intelligence within that gives them these ideas, these nudges. Ooh, I'm cold, put a sweater on right like we <laughs> we do it all the time, and um. Uh, Anyway, so I wanted to really shift my relationship to my deeper intelligence when especially it came to my relationship with finances and abundance. My habits of thought around money and making money were so, um, to me, as I said in the last episode, it looked very responsible for me to be Doing all of that overthinking, it looked very proactive. Me being vigilant of how things are going, looking at my calendar and assessing where I was at with my work, looking at bank accounts, looking at, you know, all of that kind of good stuff, looking at all of that stuff looked good, like good behavior. But I started to wake up to the fact that it was all coming from a sense of insecurity that essentially, the floodgates would close at some point, right, that things would dry up. And if it wasn't for me, being in the driver's seat of my thoughts with all of that, that I would end up upside down, essentially. And I was so tired of that. And I wanted to shift my relationship to that deeper knowing and start listening to her. And here's the deal. In my life, especially in the last six years that I have been teaching this understanding and running my own business, I have had ideas that have occurred to me that I'm sure would have been incredibly helpful in moving my business forward, which therefore obviously means an impact on my income, right? More abundance. But this is what we tend to do as human beings. When we've got these subjects that are really sticky for us, like for me was finances, When we get common sense ideas from our deeper knowing about the next indicated step in our days, I don't know about you, (laughs) but for me, I would get those next indicated step ideas. I'd get those common sense ideas and I would often negotiate with them thinking that they weren't enough. Like I've got this problem on my mind. And then I'd try to kind of let myself get quiet inside, right? Like go on a walk or let it go for a bit. And I'd get ideas for things, which is the way it works, right? You let your mind settle. We get new ideas that are are loud and clear. And nearly 100% of the time, I would make up in my brain – that there's no way oh oh that's a neat idea that gets me excited but that that's not going to that wouldn't make me money that's not that's not what would actually be helpful to me so that's a good idea for maybe when i have energy to do something else but x y and z i got to i got to keep looking for this solution over here i have to keep hitting my head over on up against the wall right this way cuz that's the way that i've made up is the only way that i'm going to get very successful right? I'd make up my mind on a path. And so when I would kind of wake up to what I was doing inside myself, I go, oh, shit, I need to let my mind settle. So I would. And then I'd get an idea from that deeper knowing. And if it didn't align with that path I made up was going to be the successful one, I'd go, yeah, 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 that's a nice idea for another time. Let's see if I can get ideas for the way that I think it's supposed to go. Is this resonating? (laughs) You know, I would love for you to consider us as babies. You know, we come into the world as these little amoebas that have everything that we need inside of us, as far as that deeper knowing, that deeper intelligence. It's built in. Need an example? A baby, when it's hungry, has its automatic response to that, right? It cries, it gets food, it feels better, it's back into its, you know, just open vessel space right gets a couple you know get a year on it it falls it feels embarrassed it feels shame it, it feels pain toddler little toddler right then it takes care of itself the pain the experience of the or the even just the edginess of the pain not not all of the pain even needs to pass but that initial shock you know that experience moves on They feel a little bit better. They get a new idea, like, oh, I want to go play over there. Oh, I want a snack. Oh, I want to go sit next to mom. Oh, I want to go see my friend. Right? They have the experience of the pain, the embarrassment. And then as soon as that experience passes, which is what's natural for us, they get a new idea, they honor it, they move on it. That's what I mean when it comes to We come with everything that we need. We all have that intelligence that is constantly moving us along. Just like, you know, I I always love going to nature. We plant bulbs and seeds and acorns. And that intelligence behind life, right, that... That creative energy behind life that we are all being lit up by, right? That energy is moving through those bulbs, those seeds, those acorns. And those plants and those trees and those flowers, they just grow. Right? They're lucky enough to not have that 15 pound lump of meat (laughs) like we do, the brain. (laughs) To stop and think, how am I doing? How is this going? Shouldn't it be going differently? Right? Because they don't have that 15 pound lump of meat like we do, they just experience life moving through them. And we see the the fruit of that right we 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 see seasons change and we just watch nature do its thing and we are in awe of it we see kids how they fall get back up move on how is it that they can just get over things well the reality is is you know that aliveness that creative energy that is what's moving through all of us, right? It's the thing that keeps our heart beating while we're focused on other things. It's the thing that keeps, you know, if we get a paper cut, it's the thing that gets all of the systems going inside of us to heal that paper cut without us having to focus on it. That creative energy is life and is what is at the center of us constantly moving us along, giving us next indicated steps. When I realized the truth of that, And how there are different places, different relationships in my life. You know, with my husband, I never have our marriage on my mind. I believe I've shared this before, but I'll say it quickly again. I never have my marriage on my mind. How is it going? How are we doing? Is it going to last? What's going to? No. I have Mike on my mind. I'll think, I wonder what he's up to. How is he doing? I'll check in with him. You know, oh, so this would be a nice idea to clean the kitchen for him, even though he always does it. That'd be nice, nice little gift to do for him. That makes me feel good. Oh, he seems like he's upset. I'll check in. Are you doing okay? That's me honoring that creative energy that is constantly moving through me. That's that those next indicated steps that are inside of us. I'm sure there is some place in your life where you can say the same, whether it be a relationship with a sibling or a parent or a friend, right? Or your coworkers or your relationship to yourself when it comes to your career. We all have somewhere in our lives where we don't have ourselves on our mind, where well, there's no self-consciousness. We just naturally honor what makes sense to do next. And for me, when I considered, holy crap, Jesse, look at your relationship to your husband. We've been together for 20 years, and we're just getting started. What kind of evidence, what else kind of evidence Do I need to realize, holy cannoli, life, actual life, that that creative energy that is life, it has me. It has you. And it's not about trying to believe in something that you can't see or you know, trust in the universe or trust in, I appreciate all of those things. And I even say them, (laughs) but this is really practical stuff, guys. Is it technically tapping into the spiritual nature of who we are? Yes, only because we don't have other words for it. Right, Einstein said, we have a rational mind, we have a divine gift. The rational mind is a slave to you, the divine gift, or the, I'm so sorry, I messed that up. There's the rational mind that's a slave to us. (laughs) And an intuitive mind that is a gift. And we've created a society that honors the rational mind and not the gift, which is our intuitive mind. And my goodness, when it comes to my relationship to finances, to my relationship to money, I was 100%. I had a deep, toxic relationship to my rational mind when it came to that. And like I said, it, you know, and I think I said this more in the first episode, but it looked really responsible for me to be in that relationship and then when i it dawned on me that the most beautiful parts of my life all are the result of me never bringing my rational mind in and always honoring those next indicated steps, those common sense ideas that come to me. Once I started to see that all the best parts of my life that I feel so grateful for and so fulfilled by came from me honoring those new and fresh ideas, Honoring, feeling into things and going, ah, oh, does that feel right No, It doesn't? Okay, I'll say no to that. Does that feel right? Yes, it does. Oh, okay. That okay, I'm gonna I'll, I'll engage with that and see what happens and reach out. Really starting to get a hold of there, that. And seeing, oh my God, when I get ideas for things, when it comes to my business and my professional life, I have innocently made up a pathway that again is a story in my mind of how I thought it was supposed things were supposed to go in order for me to get to over there where all the riches were. And so any time anything came to mind that didn't look like it fit for that path I just knocked it to the wayside holy Toledo think of this metaphor think of a garden hose and the water is just rushing through all the time right that's like little kids that garden hose of that creative energy that is constantly moving through giving them new ideas for what to do next and they just do it and they don't think twice right That's us forever and ever until our soul moves on to wherever it goes next. But what happens is over time, based on our experiences and our conditioning and all the ideas that we make up about ourselves and how we think life works, that's essentially us gripping the garden hose and tightening our fist. And what's wonderful to know is all you've got to do is start to release your grip. Let that flow come back at full force. Knowing that when we honor what we know is right for us, when we honor our nudges and our, those next idea things that come to mind, those next step ideas, when we honor those, even if they look ordinary and basic and completely unrelated to where we want to go, when we honor those, we get to where we want to go. And I'm sitting here with certainty because I'm on the other side of it. And I want it for you, too. I think that's a good place to stop, don't you? (laughs) All right. I just love you. I hope you're having a delightful day. And uh, if not, hopefully this episode brought you a little bit of delight. Sending love in all directions, and I will see you next week. Thank you for listening to What Moves You with Jessie. Let's stay connected. You can find more ideas and strategies on being human on my Instagram. At What Moves You With Jesse. Sign up for my newsletter or learn more about working with me at with Jesse.com. And please rate and review the show and let us know what you think and what resonated. I read every single review. They mean so much to me. You can also call in on our hotline with your thoughts on what resonated there too. It is always live at 818 646 Jess. That's 818-646-JESS. What Moves You with Jesse is produced by Mike McGraw and Tinker City Music. Now, let's take a deep breath and give ourselves permission to live in this moment for what truly moves you.